Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. Veterans Affairs Secretary Robert Wilkie says he'll begin making decisions about senior executive personnel actions, reassignments, relocations, and promotions himself. The authority to make those decisions previously sat with the chief of staff. VA says Wilkie temporarily decided to rescind those authorities while he took stock of what he wanted to delegate and what he wanted to handle on his own. VA Secretary Wilkie also rules unions can no longer use collective bargaining rights when negotiating issues tied to professional conduct and patient care by VA providers. He's rescinding a memorandum of understanding VA entered into in 2010 with several unions, including National Nurses United and the National Association of Government Employees. VA says this is to refocus its provider's commitment to veterans' care and VA's ability to deliver that care. The IRS has made it harder for taxpayers to get their questions answered in person. National taxpayer advocate Nina Olson says the agency closed nine taxpayer assistance centers across the country in 2018. Lawmakers are also concerned by the closures. Earlier this year, Congress ordered the IRS to conduct a study on tax centers' impact. The study also focuses on how the agency serves rural communities, the elderly, and low-income populations. Spending on older technology continues to go in the wrong direction. Agencies are allocating more and more money to operate and maintain outdated technology systems. IDC Government Insights finds spending on legacy systems has increased by 13% over the last five years alone. IDC predicts civilian agencies will spend $52 billion on technology by the time fiscal 2018 ends, and 78.9% of that spending will go toward improving and maintaining legacy systems. IDC says the uptick means agencies need to relieve themselves of the burdens of older technology now more than ever. I'm Jason Miller. As the world of federal cybersecurity protection continues to evolve, the Homeland Security Department is looking to change its role. Bloomberg Government reports DHS Deputy Assistant Secretary Matthew Travis laid out what this new approach will entail at an industry day hosted by the National Protection and Programs Directorate's Office of Cybersecurity and Communications last week. The major changes include greater centralization of DHS's cybersecurity authority, more reliance on public-private partnerships, and federal contractors being asked to accept more intrusive security requirements. The Navy says it's all but finished with its transition to Windows 10. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. After missing several DoD and Navy deadlines, the service says the vast majority of the computers on its networks have gotten the upgrade. Those that haven't have been quarantined from Navy networks. There are about 4,000 of those. The service also made exceptions for some embarkable computers and those supporting tactical operations. Officials plan to host a Windows 10 Lessons Learned meeting later this week in hopes of making future IT upgrades less disruptive. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The Pentagon has a long road ahead if it wants to set up a space force by 2020. Former Army Secretary Eric Fanning says the DoD must take into account everything from office space to the number of senior officers it needs. The space force will also need congressional approval before it becomes a reality. A bipartisan group of senators wants the Army to send them a plan to address lead poisoning on bases. At least five bases reported poisoning from lead-based paint in on-base housing. Senators Tim Kaine, Mark Warner, David Perdue, and Johnny Isaacson say they want to be briefed as soon as possible on a long-term mitigation plan. And the Office of Personnel Management updated the online donation system this year for the 2018 Combined Federal Campaign. OPM Director Jeff Pond says the agency worked with the Central Campaign Administrator to make them. The agency launched the new donation system with the Give Back Foundation last year. Federal employees can only use this system to make their donations to the campaign online again this year. This year, CFC will run from September 10th through January 11th. Peace Corps Director Josephine Olson will be the CFC's chairwoman. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.